This is a recording of, And there wrestled a man with him, Genesis 32:24, Enos's Adaptations of the Onomastic Wordplay of Genesis, by Matthew L. Bowen, originally published, published in Interpreter, a Journal of Mormon Scripture, Volume 10, 2014, pages 151 through 159, read by Matthew L. Bowen. This audio recording is copyrighted under a Creative Commons license and, it, and may be freely distributed if it remains unchanged. The journal and its website are credited and is for non-commercial use. A printed version of this and many other articles and resources on Mormon scripture can be found at mormoninterpreter.com. Over a decade ago, John Tevetnus and Matt Roper insightfully noted that Enos's autobiographical description of his, re quote, wrestle before God, unquote, in Hebrew, Lifnei Elohim, to the face of God, was a literary allusion to Jacob the Patriarch's wrestling with a man at Peniel, face of God. These authors did not note, however, that the word wrestle itself, both in the Genesis narrative, Hebrew, Yehavek, or Beheaveko, Genesis 32:24-25, and in Enos's adaptation of it in his autobiography, Enos 1-2, constitutes a paronomasia or pun on Jacob, Yaakov. In this brief note, I will suggest several instances in which Enos utilizes wordplay on his own name, the name of his father, Jacob, the place name, Peniel, and Jacob's new name, Israel, in order to connect his experiences to those of his ancestor, Jacob, in Genesis 32-33, through thus infusing them with greater meaning. Familiarity with Jacob and Enos's concilia conciliatory embrace in Genesis 33 is essential to understanding how Enos views the atonement of Christ and the ultimate realization of its blessings in his life. Enos's Transformative Jacob-like Wrestle The impact of the ancestral stories about Jacob, the biblical patriarch, and his personal transformation are evident in the writing of his descendant, the Book of Mormon Jacob's son, Enos whose autobiographical introduction contains wordplay, both on his name and the name of his father Jacob. Behold, it came to pass that I, Enos, Anosh, Hebrew Anosh denotes man, knowing my father that he was a just man, Ish or Anosh, for he taught me in his language and also in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, and blessed be the name of my God for it. And I will tell you of the wrestle, Heavik, which I had before God, Lifne Elohim, compare Peniel, before I received the remission of my sins, Enos 1, 1 through 2. Enos's introduction recalls not only Nephi's autobiographical wordplay on his own name, Nephi is Egyptian nefer, nephi, meaning good, or goodly, see 1 Nephi 1, 1, but also the paronomasia on Jacob found throughout Gen the Genesis narratives, especially the scene in Genesis 32, in which Jacob, Yaakov, passes over the ford Jabok, Yabok, and there wrestled, Yayabek, a man, Ish, compare an Anosh, with him. Genesis 32:22 and 24. But also compare men on Ashim, Genesis 32:28. In using the verb wrestle, Hebrew, avak, 
Enos creates an elusive pun that reminds his audience that his father, the just man mentioned in Enos 1.1, is named for their ancestor Jacob, who also had a wrestle. Patriarch Jacob's transformative experience will be, in some measure, Enos, the son of Jacob's experience. A new name. In the Genesis narrative, Jacob refuses to break his hold on the man unless the man blesses him, whereupon the man bestows a new name, Jacob. Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel, Israel. For as a prince thou hast power with Sarita, or better, thou hast struggled with God, Elohim, and men, Anashim, a plural form of Enos, Genesis 32.28. The patriarch Jacob gives Jabuk the new name Peniel. Peniel, again, meaning the face of God, because he had seen God face to face. Elohim Panim El Panim. Genesis 32.30. A name to which Enos alludes when he describes his wrestle as being before God. Lifne Elohim, to the face of God, and before my Maker. Enos 1, 2, and 4, as Tibetanus and Roper have noted. The men that Jacob struggled with include the divine man that he had wrestled at Peniel, Esau in the womb and afterward, and Laban, whose daughters Jacob married. Jacob is eventually reconciled to all of these men. Anashim. At the conclusion of Enos's wrestle, he is similarly blessed. Enos, thy sins are forgiven thee, and thou shalt be blessed. Enos 1.5 At this point, Enos began to feel a desire for the welfare of my brother and the Nephites. Enos 1.9 And subsequently for the Lamanites. Enos 1.11 he, he is a changed man, and seems to allude to Jacob's new name, Israel, when he describes his and his people's later strugglings on behalf of and with the Lamanites, Enos 1, 10, 11, and 14. Through his struggle, Jacob's life is preserved, Genesis 32, 30. Amid these strugglings, Enos obtains a promise that the Nephite records would be preserved, Enos 1, 15 through 18 and that one day the Lamanites would come to the same knowledge of God that he and the Nephites possessed. In other words, the Lamanites would eventually be reconciled to God, and thus to Enos himself. There seems to be a further pun envis envisaged by the use of the verb ra'ah, to see, in Genesis 32.20, and the giving of the name, the giving of Jacob's new name Israel, Israel in connection with the verb ra'ah, to see, in Genesis 32, 28-30. It is a key word that occurs at Genesis 32, 2, 20, 25, Genesis 33, 1, 5, and 10. Compare Enos 1, 8, 19, and 27. The force of this implied or hidden non-etymological pun seems to be ish, Ra'ah, El. A man, Ish, has seen Ra'ah, God, El, or Elohim, and his life is preserved.
Jacob's wrestle, or the wrestle of the divine Ish with him, is the pivotal transformative event in the story of Jacob's life, who goes from being a grabber of his brother's heel, Ba'ah Cave, Genesis 25:26, and a supplanter, is he not rightly named Jacob? For he hath supplanted me, Wai-ya-ka-abeni, these two times, Genesis 27:32, to one with whom he, his, with whom his estranged brother can reconcile. Prior to his wrestle with the mysterious men, Jacob sends a gift to Esau. I will appease him. Aka, panav, literally, I will atone his face, with the present that goeth before me, lepanai, and afterward I will see his face, er e panav. Peradventure he will accept of me, yisa panai, he will lift up my face, Genesis thirty-two twenty. Jacob's wrestle at Jabuk or Peniel in which he prevails with God, prepares the, the way for his reconciliation with his brother Esau, and Enos's wrestle before God prepares the way for the eventual reconciliation of his brethren, the Nephites and Lamanites, with each other. See, for example, Alma chapter 17 through 27, and God through the atonement of Jesus Christ. Jacob's and Enos, Enos's atoning embraces. Enos, like his ancestor Jacob and his father Jacob, longed to be reconciled or atoned with his brethren. After his wrestle with the man, in Genesis 32, the very next pericope describes Jacob's reconciliation or at-one-ment with his estranged brother Esau. Jacob's humility is evident in his obeisance, to which Esau responds with an embrace. And he passed over before them, and bowed himself to the ground seven times, until he came near to his brother. And Esau ran to meet him, and embraced him, and fell on his neck, and kissed them, kissed him, and wept. And they wept. In the biblical account, the word embraced constitutes a par on the name Jacob, similar to the par on wrestle, Yeavek, and Yaakov. This word play is a sublime pun on Jacob that emphasizes his transformation from his former identity. He is no longer the heel grabber or usurper, but he but the embraced, the at one. This pun confirms Hugh Nibley's suggestion that the word conventionally translated wrestled, Yeavik, can just as well mean embraced. Jesus seems to allude directly to this event in his parable of the prodigal son. And he arose and came to his father, but when he was yet a great way off, the father saw him and had compassion, and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. Luke 15.20 The Lord speaking to Enoch describes a similar at-one-ment between Enoch's Zion and the latter-day Zion. Then shalt thou and all thy city meet them there, and we will receive them into our bosom, and they shall see us, and we will fall upon their necks, and they shall fall upon our necks, and we will kiss each other. Moses 7.63 Following this div divine embrace, Jacob articulates his feelings about this re reconciliation, or at one month, in words that recall his wrestle at Peniel, face of God. 
where he saw God face to face, Genesis 32.30. And his earlier words, I will see his face, and he will lift up my face, Genesis 32.20. And Jacob said, Nay, I pray thee, if thou hast... If now I have found grace in thy sight, then receive my present at my hand. For therefore I have seen, Ra'iti, thy face, Panecha, as though I had seen Kirot, the face of God, Pane Elohim, and thou wast pleased with me, or thou hast been reconciled to me. Genesis Enos, who goes down to the grave with the knowledge that the Lamanites will one day be reconciled to God, Enos 1, 12-17, anticipates his final reconciliation and atonement to God in words that directly recall Genesis 32:20 and 33:10. And I soon go to the place of my rest which is with my Redeemer, for I know that in him I shall rest. And I rejoice in the day when my mortal shall put on immortality, and shall stand before him. Then shall I see his face with pleasure, and he will say unto me, Come unto me, ye blessed. There is a place prepared for you in the mansions of my father. Amen. Enos 1.27 Enos's words here, adapting Jacob's words from the Jacob Esau story, constitute a marvelous play on both Peniel and Israel. Enos rejoices in the eventual atonement of his body and spirit, in other words, becoming an immortal man, and foresees that day when he finally stands before God, compare Peniel, he will see his face with pleasure just as Jacob saw Esau's face and was finally reconciled to him, Genesis 33, 1-4. He knows the Lord will embrace him, compare Second Nephi one fifteen, four, thirty one through thirty five, Alma thirty four sixteen, Mormon five eleven, Luke fifteen twenty, and Moses seven sixty three. Prior to his wrestle before God and strugglings on behalf of his brethren, Enos never had heard or seen the Lord. Because of thy faith in Christ, whom thou hast never before seen, and many years shall pass away before he shall manifest himself in the flesh. Wherefore, go to, thy faith hath made thee whole. Enos 1.8 However, Enos now foresees that when he is invited into the place prepared for him in the mansions of God the Father, he will have become like his ancestor Jacob Israel, the wrestling man who saw God, compare Israel, and emerge transformed, embraced, and divine. How was it done? Enos asked, Enos 1.7. It was done through the atonement wrought out by Jesus Christ. Enos spent the rest of his life prophesying of the things to come and testifying of the things which he had heard and seen. In other words, of Jesus Christ and his atonement. Enos 1.19, compare Enos 1.8. He, too, had seen God. Conclusion In sum, the wordplay used and alluded to by Enos as discussed in the paper can be summarized in the following chart. Jacob, Hebrew meaning Yaakov, may he, or God protect, 
the level one word play, a cave on the heel, Genesis 25, 26, he hath supplanted me, Genesis 37, 36. The level two word play, and they're wrestled in his wrestling, Genesis 32, 24 through 25. The level three word play, and embraced him, Genesis 33, 3 through 4. Compare Genesis 29, 13 and Genesis 48, 10. Name, Israel, Israel, El, God struggles, or El has power. Sarita, root Sari or Sarar, struggle, i.e. with God, Genesis 32, 28. The level Two word play, strugglings or struggling, Enos, Enos 1 10 through 11, verse 14. And the implicit, the level three word play being the implicit pun, Ish Ra'a El, man has seen God, Genesis 32 30. Ra'a, see, Genesis 32 2, 20, 25, 30. And Genesis 33, 1, 5, 10, and Enos 1, 8, 19, 27. The name Peniel, Peniel, meaning in Hebrew, the face of God, the level one word play, Elohim, Panim, El Panim, God face to face, Genesis 32, 30, Pene Elohim, face of God, Genesis 33.10. The level 2 wordplay being Leifne Elohim, before God, Enos 1.2. Leifne, before God, before Enos 1.4. The level 3 wordplay, the atoned or reconciled face, is being seen, Genesis 32.20, 33.10, Enos 1.27. Then the name Enos, Enosh, man. The level one word play, just man, Enos 1, 1, echoing Ish, a man, in Genesis thirty-two twenty-four, and also echoing Anashim, men, in Genesis thirty-two twenty-eight. There can be little doubt that Enos, in describing his transformative wrestle before God, Enos 1-2, alludes to his ancestor Jacob's transformative wrestle at Peniel, with a view to the name Jacob, which was also born by his father, whose teachings Enos also had to wrestle with and become reconciled to. Enos also subtly alludes to the meaning of his own name in using wordplay that recalls his uncle Nephi's autobiographical wordplay, 1 Nephi 1-1, and the wrestling man and men of Genesis 32. Enos further insinuates through wordplay that he had be, that he became Israel, one who struggled with God and prevailed, and a man who had seen God. The breathtaking beauty of Enos's wordplay, however, cannot be appreciated until we recognize his allusions to the Esau and to Esau and Jacob's conciliatory embrace and Jacob's seeing the face of 
his brother with mutual pleasure as the face of God. Enos too became Israel, a man, Ish or Enosh, who envisaged God and became like him through Jesus' atonement and the resurrection that Jesus brought to pass. Matthew L. Bowen was raised in Orem, Utah, and graduated from Brigham Young University. He received his Ph.D. in Biblical Studies at the Catholic University of America in Washington, D.C., and is currently an assistant professor in religious education at Brigham Young University, Hawaii. This has been a recording of, And There Wrestled a Man with Him, Genesis 32-24, Enos's Adaptations of the Onomastic Wordplay of Genesis by Matthew L. Bowen, originally published in Interpreter, a Journal of Mormon Scripture, Volume 10, 2014, pages 151 through 159, read by Matthew L. Bowen. A printed version of this and many other articles and resources on Mormon Scripture can be found at mormoninterpreter.com.